Gold Members Podcast. Said, uh, push it, push it, click, click. Yeah, pop up on the app it, watch it, click, click. Yeah, uh, push it, push it, click, click. Yeah, pop up on the app it, watch it, click, click. Yeah, want a bad bitch like me, keep on wishing, baby. Bust it open first, you got to kiss it, baby. Yeah, want another nigga, I go fishing, baby. What it is, bro? I'm on that shit again, bro. You already know what it is. Another week, man. What up, podcasters? I'm one half of the Gold Members Podcast. Herb Reed, Boston self-proclaimed mayor, aka the HBK, the Heartbreak Kid. And it's your boy, man, Tyson, aka Jody. If you know me, man, Magic. If you dat me, man, you already know what it is. It's good, bro. How you week, man? Been good, man. Been good, man. We back at it, man, with another one. You know, I'm happy to be here as usual. As usual, man. You know, a good week, man. I had a. How was your weekend? I had a good. I had a pretty good weekend, man. I stayed in the crib for the most part. Um, I, I ain't really do much this weekend. Man. Yo, weekends, weekends is is like my time for me to put my feet up and relax. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ain't really, I ain't really been outside. But before we get into all of that, man, make sure y'all check us out on all the top digital streaming platforms. We dropping new episodes every single Thursday. And make sure y'all check us out on Instagram, man, at Gold Members Podcast on Instagram. And make sure you tap in with us on that Facebook group too, man. You know we keeping it popping on there. You know what it is, man. Yeah, man. My 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 weekend was was you know my feet up. You know what I mean? Catching some Z's. You know what I mean? Counting sheep and all that. Yeah, I was trying, man, but I don't know. That working on Saturday shit ain't for me, dog. Ooh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I be getting out of work and it just be like, yo, go take a nap, and then a nap turn into bedtime all day you don't wake up until yeah then the party done started like yeah 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 and i don't want to go i don't want to be the last nigga there so i just been in the crib man on that but it is starting to get warm it is starting to get warm speaking of this weekend i did get to go to the homies listening party man shout out to the homie kill man shout out to kill man yeah shout out to him man he had a little private listening party for his new project that's actually gonna drop on friday so when y'all get this episode the next day his shit's going to drop. And we actually going to preview some of that. We're going to preview a couple Boston artists on this episode right here. A couple Boston artists that y'all know that's popping out there. Hint, mm-hmm. hint, blink, blink. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. But then we also going to preview some artists that you probably haven't heard of. You know, that's on the come up and all that. So How we're going to get him some shine. How was the turn it was good. It was good. Yo, his, his, his project was fire. Um, um, real retro, real classic hip hop. Okay, you know what I mean. And he's he's like a couple years younger than us, so you know what I mean. For him to incorporate some of that classic hip hop, it's fire. You know what I mean. The whole sound, it definitely got a nice little concept, little theme, nice sound, original. He ain't sound, he ain't sounding like nobody. And he was um, it was kind of a collaboration project. With him and his man, who, who who's actually his cousin, I can't remember homie's name, but he's actually featured on the joint that we're gonna preview. So, okay, shout out to him, man. I I got a little quick question before we get into it a little later. Yeah. Um, did it have that Boston sound? I heard you said it had a nice sound, but did it have that that that? You, no, because I don't. You know, it had it had what? yeah it had. We know a Boston yeah, sound. Yeah. Nah. He he okay. he had that. He got that Boston sound. 
He got some balls. He 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 flowing. He's spitting. He talking that shit. I like like I, I like it. I really liked what I heard, and that was like my second second listening party in like the past two or three weeks. And one of the other artists, shout out to Aunt Thomas, um, he got his project coming out, and we're actually gonna feature one of his joints. And these is exclusives. Like they sent these to me personally, and was like, "Yo, these ain't even dropping yet, but y'all could drop them on the podcast." So these is exclusives right here. That's what I like to hear, man. We got that top notch exclusive, man. Y'all lucky. Look, man, y'all better subscribe to us soon because we're gonna start having all types of exclusive shit like that, exclusive interviews, videos, and all types of shit that everybody can't get or see. So make sure y'all definitely keep tapped in with us, man. Um, but yeah, bro, I want to get into something right quick, man. I just want to talk about the power of black man, man. Um, and I just seen a little bit of shit with Tiger Woods this past week. And, you know, I don't really watch the Masters or anything like that because I just think everything about golf is mad racist, to mm. be honest with you. Even the name, the Masters, I just think, like, what the fuck is the Masters? Like, right. You know what I mean? I just so much. It's in Augusta, Georgia. Like, there's just so much that's going on with the Masters that I don't really watch it. But the biggest controversy of the weekend was Tiger Woods wearing a certain kind of shoe. And, okay. um, you know, everybody should know by now that's Tiger Woods sponsored by Nike. And he was wearing like a shoe called, I think it's like Foot Joy. Hold okay. on, let me, pull up my, let me pull up my article. Yeah, so yeah, he's wearing a, a shoe called Foot Joy. And um, nobody like really noticed, but I just heard a lot of black people talking about it. Like, yo, Tiger's, Tiger might get sued. Like, you, It was in that fashion. Like, yo, Tiger might get sued for not wearing, you know, Nike and shit like that. And um, I just thought about the power of that situation and how he, he potentially could, you know, have something to do with that 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 shoe company coming out. Uh, so the reason for him wearing this shoe is because you know everybody knows probably if you don't know, Tiger Woods got in a, a car accident not long ago. Mm-hmm. So he told Nike, you know, that he can't wear these shoes because they don't protect him and they, he can't perform in them the partic- a particular way. Okay. And um, so that forced him to get with this company called Footjoy, who can make the shoe for him to perform and be in the Masters. Okay. And, you know, they're not going to turn Tiger Woods down to return to the masses. That's ratings. That's money. They know what that is as a black man. Like, that's bringing in the paper when Tiger's out there. Right. You know what I mean? And I was just thinking about, you know, just the shoe company and how Tiger could potentially get Nike to buy this company in the future. You know what I mean? Just the power of him wearing the shoe and how it's just taking over the masses. Like, I didn't hear much about the masters. I just always, I just heard a bunch about him not wearing a Nike shoe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And do, do, do you have any thoughts on that? Like, just in terms of, you know, him having that type of power? You think it's still, you know, is I it mean, a luxury or is it? I mean, I feel a couple ways about this. One, I've never been a Tiger Woods fan. So I'm not I'm not into bigging Tiger up. Mm-hmm. Tiger, it's, it's no secret. He went out of his way to say that he doesn't identify as a black man. Respectfully, yes. And so I never really honestly... Gave a flying F about Tiger Woods. You know what I mean? I really don't feel like we should even bring any spotlight to him. You know what I mean? Like, he's he, you don't want to be associated with us. Why Why in the world would we want to be associated with you? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, he's, he's always been, like, one of Nike's premier athletes and stuff like that. Um, as far as this new company is, shit, I wouldn't want to get bought by Nike if I was this new company, they would have to license my technology from me okay, or whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever we, whatever makes foot joy unique and exclusive and 
obviously helps people perform better, as Tiger was saying, or whatever it does for them. I would want to license that that technology, that footwear, and you know what I mean to to Nike rather than them buying me. You know what I mean? And I'm happy to hear you say that because um, that that that's something that we could probably get into later when we talk about um, some certain things that we want to talk about later on in the podcast and just licensing your shit out there and just being a, 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 a anybody on those in those places or on those platforms or whatever it could be. Um, but yeah, like I like you said, I don't want to bring no no attention to him. But you got to admit that in in those people's eyes, in the people's eyes. Yeah. They look at him as a black man and they try to give him that clout and that respect as a black man. And I don't know, man. I feel like he somewhat still draws that attention to us and they'd be like, all right, there might be another black kid that could play golf out there. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the same time, I, I do agree with you, man. That nigga is wilding for that. Yeah, I don't really, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really get into Tiger Woods like that. And, you know, the fact that he wore a new shoe is just like whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know the fact that he's even still playing golf is I'll give him that. That's impressive. The 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 fact that he still can perform at a high level like that, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Given all the stuff that he's been through as far as physically with his body, you know what I mean? Like yep. he had all types of injuries, all types of you know what I mean breakdowns with his body. So that's pretty impressive. But other than that, I mean he's he's he doesn't contribute to our culture. Like I just you know what I mean it's just hard for me to. Ignore stuff like I don't mean to be like a Debbie Downer or nothing, nah, you're but not, bro. You're it's not. hard for me to you get past stuff like that. Like I think mm-hmm. it comes with age. I think because now I'm getting older, you know what I mean? And you know, it's just certain things stand out to me, especially when you understand how like that plays into who you are, you know what I mean, and how you're viewed out in the world. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know. And and it's a good thing you saying that because there's a lot of young kids out here, bro, that don't know that Tyka said that before. You know what I mean? Like, the, so the fact that you even letting them know right now, because there's a lot of young kids that listen to our platform as well, and they're hearing this from you right now. You know what I mean? Because they just think Tiger Woods, Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all, like, right, he's right, good, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. they think that he's just a part of this shit. You know what I right. mean? But they never heard or seen the way he was treating us before he needed us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and you know what's funny is that. I did just see, because I follow Schoolboy Q, and Schoolboy Q just did a Nike ad. It's a Nike mm-hmm. Tiger Woods ad. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know okay. if you've seen it. No, I didn't see it. The commercial's fire, but it's it's, it's Schoolboy Q and um and Tiger Woods. Like, Schoolboy Q is, like, imitate. He's even dressed like Tiger Woods, like, like with the mock neck Nike shirt on and all of that. Like, and he's playing golf. You know what I mean? So, they, they're, they're definitely... What, what, what made me think about that is the fact that you brought up the youth and they're definitely trying to tie, you know, keep him relevant through new athlete right there with the red shirt. Yep, that's it right there. Should I play a little bit? Go ahead, play it. Is your computer hooked up? Yeah. Yo, I got a question for you. Think about it. What would you be willing to do to chase your dream? Would you be willing to follow it to a place where you're not welcome? People always staring at you. Would you be strong enough? It's just not a fair fight, you know. Would you? You see? That's an L.A. Crip. Yeah. That's an L.A. Crip out there dressed like Tiger. Mm-hmm. Looking like him. Would you let it carry? With grills in his mouth? Not once. Not twice. This is crazy, bro. 
you open doors for people like me. They attack in the demo. Yeah. For people like us. But this is what I'm saying. He need us, right? That this is this is showing right. they're trying to get his people with him. But you know what? That's the that's the that's the power of imagery. You know what I mean? The power of marketing, advertising. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you know somebody. You're right. Someone that who's young that never seen this shit. Who who doesn't really understand who Tiger Woods is. They see that, they identify with Schoolboy Q. It looks inspirational as fuck. It doesn't. <laughs> so, so you're right. So someone who's looking at that is going to be like, Tiger Woods is the fucking man. Like, he's the definition of greatness. Definition of greatness. And at the same time, you don't even know. He don't even think he's black. And he don't even claim, he, he doesn't claim. even identify with you, or with your struggle. Nothing whatsoever. And he's not even trying, even though he could. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, he could. Like, his dad is relatable. Like, he could be one of us. Right. But he's just not. He's not even white. He's not. He's Asian. He's Asian, too. That's what I'm saying. Half Asian. That's what I'm saying. So, it's like, he's not identifying with us at all. Yeah. Like, not trying whatsoever. Yeah. And you know what? That almost made me. I knew you said that you wasn't going to talk about it, but that that almost made me. I feel like we kind of got to talk about that Instagram girl and the black dude. Let's go. I'm all as well. I, I feel like we got to kind of talk I'm about it. I'm all as well, bro. Because I, I, I can't lie to you. Just the fact that she murdered a black man in his sleep. Yeah. And then they checked her into a mental hospital. And she was out having drinks a few days later. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy to I me. I did see that. I did see that. And old girl put her on <laughs> sister. You know it was a sister. She put her on. You know it was like a you sister. not finna be out here just having drinks at the hotel bar. Like, <laughs> like what is you like? What are you really doing out here? You know what I mean? But like, just that whole situation, bro. Like they 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 let her out. Like like if that was the opposite way around. That man will be buried underneath a jail somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 let, let me let me just debrief the audience. So if you haven't heard, there was um a couple, an uh, interracial couple, a white girl and a black man. Apparently the white girl, I believe her name, what's her name? Christian Taylor? Yeah, I think so. Um, she is an Instagram influencer of some sort, and she's dating, she was dating a black man. And something happened in their Miami condo, and he ended up stabbed to death. When the police showed up, she wasn't she she had no harm done to her, but yet she was covered in in his blood. Mm-hmm. And then so she was arrested. Long story short, um, they put her in some type of mental institution or whatever. She got out, however, and this is all within days of the murder, and um. Yeah, then she was seen, like, out having drinks at the bar. And so the story has kind of been unfolding. I don't even know if she's been charged with murder. Like, she has been charged we, with no charges. Can we look that up? Like, I'm looking right now. No charges. That's why she's out. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if you want me to check up another ar- ar- article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need an article. We, I need, know, a, we need an article. I, I know for sure. That she has she has not been charged with anything whatsoever. Yeah, we need we need like New York Times, like Miami, Miami Herald or something, somebody like that, Miami Sun, I believe this shit might be. Um, but yeah, but you know you know what made me say that we, you know, should talk about this and we was kinda talking about um Tiger Woods and how he deals with race and stuff like that. And I don't mean to like 
you know, be insensitive to the situation. But what do you think? Have you seen some of the stuff that has surfaced about the black dude who was murdered by this white girl? I did. I did. Now that you see that, I'm glad we brought it up. I did. <laughs> um, that's why I wanted to talk about it, but I couldn't think of it. And I did because it made people feel a little less remorseful remorseful towards the guy. Yeah. 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 And that's why I wanted to bring that up. Bring it up. Okay. So let me, I, I believe that I saved the tweet. I mean, the, the Instagram post that like listed out like his tweets because he put out some very blatant tweets that expressed his distaste for black women. And let me tell you, his uh, tweets, they were very distasteful within themselves. Yeah, they were. I mean, he was wilding. He was bugging. He bugged out with the tweets. And, you know, his brother, his family has been, like, you know, drawing a lot of attention to it, you know, doing a lot of fighting you know behind their brother's case they mm-hmm. from from what i've seen is that they they feel like you know this girl is getting white privilege you know in this case you know what i mean there, there hasn't really been any charges filed against her she's out having drinks living her life they said she went and did a tiktok later that day she did a tiktok yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! They said, and they talking about they said, she's claiming insanity. So yeah. look, bro, I'm looking right here. I'm looking at that actual local news down there in Miami. Like I had okay. to go to their shit, and it, it, it's saying that um, that she did not. She's not being charged, but they're also saying that um, she was spotted in the lobby. She did have blood on her, and they're trying to figure out if this is self defense or not. Mm. That's what they're trying to figure out at the current moment. Because they said that their relationship was very turbulent. This is the, it was a turbulent, but physical, but only on the hands of Clinty. So I guess she was the most physical one out of the whole situation. Like, she was, like, a real physical girlfriend. Like, she used to hit him and shit like that. Like, like she was, okay. you know what I mean? And... And they said the the relationship was crazy. It was terrible. So they. So how's that self defense then? If she if they if she has a history of being the more physical, violent one, and then he ends up stabbed to death, then how's that self defense? Do do you think? Do you think that? Do you think that they're taking it so lightly because his tweets? Like you like like with the shit he said about black women. No, because, I mean, what he's saying makes it seem like he was really into white women. Like, he's expressing a strong distaste for black women. Yo, Kenny, you got to be quiet, man. (laughs) How you screaming we on the podcast, bro? It's like a Kenny G bugging out. Kenny G in the back on the one, too. Yeah, he's bugging out. That's what happened when I give him that tower. Yeah. Can't give him no more tower, man. You was just asleep a second ago. <laughs> now your phone, but the flip phone buzzing. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, but yo, but, but homie had a had a strong distaste for black women. And I'm going to read some of the tweets. Um, nigga said, <laughs> he said, one of, our, one of my followers... Black girls are born knowing how to shake their ass. Me, honestly, I don't care. They not my type. 
He says, the way black girls disgrace themselves on TV. These are all different tweets. Every sentence is a different tweet. Um, what do he say? Black girls aren't the only ones who can cook in the world. What do he say? Oh, he said, once again, I'm tired of these black girls in my government class. He just got, he got, he got a, he said, Martin's show is just too funny. Gina be hating too much with her loud black self. Typical. <laughs> he talking about baby girl? He talking about Gina. He can't talk about Marty Ma's show. Like, that nigga tripping. R.P. He tripping. Damn, he said, damn. Nah, he tripping. He tripping, tripping. He said, he said, he said, it's funny when my buds think I get offended when they say a black joke. Probably the last person to care about that nonsense. Oh. Then he said, dang, all the characters I want to be for Halloween were always white. Ah, change me. So he don't care if they say nigga. Probably not. Pretty much. That's what he's pretty much saying. Like the white jokes, like they probably think I care about that. I don't care about that. Like, right. But he, but you did you hear the last part though? This is this is where it gets. He said, "Dang, all the characters I want to be for Halloween were always white." Ah, change me, change me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what did he want to be changed? Just look. Skin oh color? my God! And then I just the skin color. You just want to be white. Hold on, and then look at the emojis. Then look at the emojis that he put at the end of that, bro. Not the fucking monkey. <laughs> Into a yellow human? Hey, yo. I'm, I'm a... Homie got the monkey emoji with the hand pointing and turning into a white man emoji. You know what? You know what? I'm trying to be mad nice. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be professional. But dog, dog kind of knew what he was signing up for, man. Oh, that's it in Courtney Taylor. It's not Christian. It's Courtney Taylor. Who's Courtney Taylor? The white girl. I thought her name was Clinny or something like that. No. His name is Christian. Yeah, her name's Courtney Clinny. Oh, maybe that's like her thing name, but. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Her IG name. I forgot. I forgot. I think her IG name is Courtney Taylor. Yeah, yeah, that's her IG name, but her real name is Clinny. Oh, okay. Her real, her real last name is Clinny. And this nigga's name is Christian, but his name on social media is Toby. What's up with this nigga, man? Where he grew up in fucking um, East Bumfuck? What is it? Yeah, like, what's up with what homie? Where he grew up in Mayberry? Something's up with him. Where he grew up in Mayberry, motherfucker? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, stupid ass. Oh. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Ain't no black people in Mayburn, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, stupid ass. Oh, dumbass. Yo, you're stupid. Nigga, tired of shit. Nigga, stupid. Yo, you're stupid. Where, where, where my, nigga, just chilling. Just chilling like a motherfucker. <laughs> 
Hey, <laughs> Nigga ain't no black people in Mayberry, motherfucker. That's where he came from because he's tripping. You don't see his tweets. I ain't gonna front. I'm not gonna. Yo, know, nobody deserves to die. Yeah, yeah. He don't deserve to die, but some, something's up. But he did hate us. He hated himself. In the South. The nigga had the monkey turn to a white man. That's crazy. He couldn't even use a human. He didn't even use a human. He straight used a monkey and turned it into a a, a white man. Oh, we gonna show it's this. A, they gonna be able to see that. Oh yeah, shit. we need y'all to see that. We gonna they we gonna, gonna see we gonna this put that shit. right there on fact, the fucking. I'm gonna go ahead screen. and screenshot this shit. Really, that shit need to be on the screen because they said that she was threatening to take her own life. So they must have both been tapped. I'm pretty sure they probably was off the vodka. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't going like crazy in the crib. He probably was. I don't know. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't going into detail with that, man. That's a wild situation. And dog is wild for saying what he's saying about us. I wanted to have some type of, some type of sympathy, but I don't know what I should have for him. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't even don't, know how to feel. I just feel like nobody yeah. should pass away from it. But if he would have survived, I might have had some other shit to say about it. You know what I mean? I might have some, 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 some. Some some wild flagrant shit to say about it, but hey, at least a at least a black woman ain't gonna kill you. She might get you locked up, but she ain't gonna kill you. She might knock you out. Right. She might yeah, she might you know get I mean? you stabbed, but you you ain't gonna die from it. Nah. Damn. Uh, money was wilding with that one, bro. I can't front there's just hey. the fact that he just She might put you on child support, my nigga, but you ain't gonna end up with a thousand holes in you. And and it's crazy because, like I said, like if it was the other way around, there's no way dog would be outside. They might have put him in a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed. I noticed that too. Yeah, he would have. He would have had a hundred years already. They would have did marching protests for his ass. They would have gave. would have. Yeah, he would have been all in the that chair. insanity. I might take my own life. Like she said, she might take her own life, and then was out having drinks. And did a TikTok. But you know what? You know what? That goes to show. That's definitely. A prime example of white privilege because they, that's basically saying, yeah, she's innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. And we, never you know what I mean? And we never are. You know what I mean? Even now, even when he's dead, they're talking about they're investigating the self defense. That's crazy. So even when you're dead, victimized, dead, stabbed to death, you still guilty before proven innocent. Innocent. And then she still might get off because the fact that she's out, she must got a. Banging ass lawyer. The fact that she hasn't been charged, shit, I've been arrested and charged for less. That's that's what I'm saying. She had his blood on her, and she was cuffed. Yeah, see, that's crazy. And she rolling around with this nigga's blood on her that same night. And it's this only the them two. And she ain't got no harm done to her. She obviously got no harm done. She's out in public. She, she, she didn't. No she didn't. She eye. didn't look like she had a black eye, beat up, bruised. Supposedly he was asleep. Oh, she did him like that. That's what I'm saying. Damn, that's fucked. That's up. fucked up. That's fucked up. And he talking about the sisters like that. Yeah, that's fucked. Up. That's why I don't want got much to say, man. Yeah, I don't know. We gonna we gonna see how this story unfolds, but homie, I don't know. The whole situation stinks. It reeks. It's nasty and it's it shit. Ah. Yeah. Damn, yeah. dog. Yeah. But can we go ahead and get into these music reviews, yeah, man? Because that's that's boogie, what the people man. came to see, and that's man. what we wanted today too, man. That's yeah, what I man. Today. Yo, so this is our music taste makers reviews, man. Where we, you know, play different music that just came out or that's gonna be released. 
You know what I mean? Just to rock out, just so y'all can vibe with us. You know what I mean? And then also, we want to hear from y'all. So if you like the music, you know what I mean? Drop a comment. Let us know. You know for sure, man. Because I, I, I've i been jamming out all weekend, man. And I told you, I, I, I actually called you this weekend. We ain't going to really get into his album. But I called you and I said, yo, bro, oh, you were on there. Apology. Because about two, three years ago, I was like, I don't think 5 year foreign going. Oh, Fabi. Like, his music gonna be out here still around, you know what I mean? But I love his new album. It ain't the best album in the world. Yeah. But just to show his growth and what he was doing, how he cleaned up his whole drill shit. Yeah. I like it. So, what, you wanna give me You wanna give me a Fabi drink right now? Oh, you, you don't want me to play no five. All right, you can, you can, we was gonna do all Boston artists, but since Fabi just dropped, we gonna, we gonna... Go ahead and give no. Fabi some air time. Yeah, we give Fabi a little bit of air time, man. Just just because just I like the, uh, I just like the few joints, man. I like the joint that he had with, with Polo G and the dude Vori. Okay. Um, I'm going to play it right now, man. It's called Change On Me. Changed On Me. Okay. What's the name of his album? Bible. And I feel like Kanye kind of had a whole lot of production on this, man. That's one thing I will say. See how I still got that drill in there? Shit, me. Air five. I like to do Vori though. This is Meeks Man's. Feel like some niggas can change on me. Huh? I never thought he would change on me. Always knew this money would bring on me. I get deep in my thoughts, I can brainstorm. I've been. I gotta play a little bit of this. And I wanna let a little bit of that, um, for nothing go. Before we get into that Boom Town shit. It's the better selection. We got an army, we hire a shooter. If he got the drop, then he had him arrested. Niggas be down in a matter of seconds. He gon' answer me no matter the question. I told the guard and I had a confession. More money, more problems, I'm mad at the blessing. Now I prove my body on a proven ground. Since I'm young and I know how to move around. Get the attic, we pull up and shoot him down. Better watch how you moving that hookah lounge. Boy, you show me in prison, come do it now. You keep your little word and then do a vow. Nigga, why you think I feel like you a clown? I would never agree with what you allow. What you allow. What you allow. Alright, let me get some of the next one That's that joint um, Change Dummy with Bory and Polo G um, It's the other joint I like on here We giving Favi a lot of air time We playing two Favi joints Yeah, we did Favi, you gotta pay for this Yeah, bro. next time we're not, we need we're, not, we're not playing We're not, we're not yeah <laughs> Giving Favi a lot of air time Nah, this type of joint I like right here, man. It's obviously single. All of my shooters is hunting. Yeah, he act like an opera by telling the word here, die from a move button. We was cool when I was broke. Well, we ain't cool when I'm stunting. Look, if it's a witness, I don't shoot him, I snuff. Gave Fabi a little bit of air time, man. I ain't gonna front, man. Fabi got a nice little album, man. Make sure y'all check that out, man, if y'all need to, man. If y'all like that type of music, man. Make sure y'all check Fabi's shit out. We just like him a little bit. We seen his little come up, so. I mean, H kind of put me on. H, H was fucking with him harder than I was fucking with him at first. That's why I was like, oh, bro, a little apology, man. He told me he was gonna be around. He was gonna stick it out. Yeah, this shit's alright. This shit's alright, honestly. I give it a like out of ten. I give it like a six point five. Oh, I was gonna give him a seven. Yeah, I give him like a six point five. I give him a six. I give him a seven. It wasn't too crazy, man. But yeah, I give him like a six point five. Six point fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he got like a a solid. 
C minus on that. <laughs> it's a little it's average. Was a little below average. Bobby. Who do you want to get into next, man? I mean, I mean, yeah, man. we we only doing Boston artists, man. This is this is a special treat, you know what I mean, for Boston artists and all of that. Even though y'all know I don't support Boston artists, you know, but this is a little treat, you know what I'm saying? And when I say that, you know, I, I like I, I like who I like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of the shit that's out in Boston is some bullshit. You know what I mean? Niggas, niggas is busy trying to get locked up off their raps and actually trying to make a profit off their raps. Okay, yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by that. But yeah, I mean, Bia is fucking the hottest thing smoking right now with her new track with fucking J. Cole. So, I mean, we got to play that. Yeah, that shit was banging. I ain't got a friend. Niggas better start playing with Cole hopping on Cole track. And it's called London. It's crazy because I heard Cole say that he loved this track and he didn't want to mess it up when he first heard it. Let a nice little review for her. Percy, Percy, he wanna fuck us, I'm icy. He never met no one like me. It's pretty funny how now they all like me, in it? This ain't Renick. Straight from the plane, I'm boarded. Maybe you can't afford it. I'm with my dogs and we out in shortage. Gotta hear some of this cold verse. I got a long clip on my guns. Sounds like fun. I got no shortage, I'm no bum. Reach for my pearls and you're done. Reach for the purses. Wearing designer, I'm in the future, I got a future, I'm in a new truck, I'm in a booth, yeah, drink a kombucha. Singing with smiley, speaking me highly, trying to go Kylie, I wake up finally, suffering silence, waking up violent, checking the finest, choosing the finest, that's the environment, I'm at a timing, look at the timex. PPU, I'm checking my timing. Yeah, it came a long way on this. Cleaning my watch, with her rapping. Especially when we first heard it, we heard it before she was on. Mm-hmm. She going all the way in. This is more than 16. This ain't even got no hook on it. That means she went verse for verse with Cole. She went verse for verse. Okay, this is the hook. Look at my bricks, these are my tennis, look at my shoes, look at my shoes. Come hot socks and sandals, men's outside in crocs and shambles. Please quick talk, no rambles. Soon as they send they bread, I cancel. Ooh. I like the tangle, twisting and tangle, testing the angles. Up in the bank though, I got the singles. You with the same rolls, I like the bank roll. Planes just landed, Heathrow, hop off the G4 standard. We see a off this Chico, we blow his top now, he's volcanic. Please don't panic over my lingo, both of my feet so planted. Go ahead and ring on my finger, but yet I'm still killing them single handed. Drum on a gun like I'm Ringo, I'm in this bitch with no chain like I'm Django. We from the ends where they know that they can't go. She go both ways, so I'm tasting a rainbow. 
Yummy, they got no more bread, they're crummy. The same way that Mello was staring at Bree is the way that I stare at the money. I'm ready to risk it, all if I lift it, bet I won't miss it. You a statistic, thought shit was sweet till we popped up and popped off the top of your mystic. I go ballistic, popped out the drop, got the drop on the up, now I'm opportunistic. I like to shop in the district, comping this, comping that, I'm proper capitalistic. Dreamer, dreamer, running that shit game. hard, it's man. That shit's hard, man. That shit's top on the charts too out here. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. The women out here doing it big on the music scene. With they the are. That with shit the right there is hard, and that's a that's a that's a be a song with a J Cole feature. Mm-hmm. Let's not get that confused. A lot of people go get a feature and then it end up turning to the feature song rather than the artist song. She dumbed out. She left Cole. Maybe like the last little bit of the song. Yeah, she. I ain't got front. I told you Cole did a little thing, but he said that he went in, in into the studio to do something totally different, and she played this for him, and he was like, "Yo, I need to get on that, but mm. I don't want to mess it up." Mm. And another thing, you did. You know what I mean? This is right after Nicki feature this year. Wait, was that this year? Yeah. And we played that on the pod too. You know what I mean? Like this is right after Nicki feature. You feel me? And it's like, damn, shit. Blick, blick, we just played with the Nicki feature in the beginning of the podcast the with Ray. You feel yeah. me? And, and, and on top of that, you know what I mean? We do this podcast thing, man. That's why I can't wait till we get some more guests and well, shit. Well, I give, I give that, that's like a, that that track right there is like a 9.9. Like, uh, I, I could give it a perfect 10, but I'm going to give it a 9.9. Yeah, I'll give it a 9.9. I'll give it a 9.9. I would give, I'm going to give it a 10. You know why? Because mm. I love the video. The video's hard. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, when yeah. just the video, they in the London, they hard. doing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what made the whole thing yeah. more for me. Yeah. I feel like the visuals take it to another notch for me. And when you come out with a visual with the video, yeah. and it's cold, like, this ain't no, you know what I mean? You're going to have to pay for that feature in that video when you fucking with Cole. You feel yeah. me? And yeah. the fact that he loved it so much and did both. Yeah. Like the, I, I mean, yeah, I give I give her a 9.9 because that was, that was her track. Like, she mm-hmm. dumbed out that whole first verse. You know what I mean with the hook and all of that. So yeah, 9.9 for me, man. Yeah, nah. Shout out, to, shout out to Bia, man. Yeah, shout out to Bia, man. That shit is hard. We're man. gonna get our ass on the show one of these one of these days too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got her, to. We're gonna get her what up? You show. gonna go ahead and play some of that Coyle Ray too? Cause her shit just dropped. Another Boston artist. You yeah. know what I mean? She actually rep Boston too, which is dope. You know what I mean? She was born and raised here. So, um, and she's on top of the fucking world. I don't like, I'll say this before we get into her track. I don't like what's going on between her and Benzino on, you know, social media and on the internet and her fan base is like egging that shit on and, you know what I mean? Encouraging her to like say the things she say, not to undermine how she feels about her, you know, her family and her household. But, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And I sent you a little something earlier, man. My nigga Zeno's going through a lot right now, man. Yo, like, he is. And, you know, I mean, he's 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 a father. We just get to see his shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling what other fathers like that are going through. But he's he's been Zeno, so his shit is out there. And he's wearing it on his sleeve like a real Boston nigga. Right. Um, but uh, I, I wanted to get into the podcast thing uh, because, you know, I like this track on Coley Ray's album. It's featuring Gillian Wallow. Okay. You know what I mean? And um, the fact that it was featuring Gillian Wallace, she had went and sat down with them and she did a little interview and she took a little bit of a like, couple of clips out of the you know interview it's or whatever. Elevation. It's all it's about mm-hmm. positive energy out here. Leveling up. She just touching A when she keep going up and she say she going to be the, the biggest thing in the world. Mm. What, 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 what motivate that feel? 
I just feel like, you know, I'm God's gift for real. I got it tatted on me for a reason. I'm the chosen one. Like, I feel like I got superpowers. Mm. I, I could do things that a lot of these people can't do. Okay. And what's that? Just be me. Yeah. Yeah. It's trash yeah. called Lonely yeah. Fans. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Yeah. Time is money, baby. Yeah. Make that money, baby. Let's go. 200K in the basement. Four or five just for the bracelet. Wanna go somewhere vacant. Nobody can see my pain. But I sat back and waited. And I sipped on that drink. But a drink gon' make me think. Yeah, the drink gon' give me faith. I'm rich and yeah, I'm major. Won't let the money make me. Thank God that I waited. Uh, yeah. Thank God that I waited. Thank God that I waited. Let's get this show started. Bitch, I am the show. Back in, get it and go. I don't wear Jordan Lowe's. It's crazy because I was gonna play this joint called Heart in the Coffin just because you the Heartbreak Kid. Actually, she got a song on here called The Heartbreak Kid. <laughs> Do she? Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. I ain't listen to it. We're gonna hear it on here for the first time, man. I'm playing that right now for the Heartbreak Kid himself. She got a lot of features on here, but I like it. Baby, come explore it like it's the forest. Eat away like a rain shower. If I was in college, I'd, be, I'd probably have killed this with the joints on, on campus. Good for the joints on campus. Lovers and friends put the pussy on him. Boy, come in, let's make it happen. Let us talk more action. Baby, keep it real, no cap. Fuck on the Jets and Hamptons. Going for my name in captions. So after we take this ride, uh, we won't go all night. To the bed, to the floor, we don't waste no time. Yeah, we gon' act like it ain't happening. Heartbreak head, I don't love too often. But these niggas be addicted like morphine. Never give a fuck, I don't love too hardly. But I love it when you're on me. But it's your after party. Mm. I'm fucking with Corley Ray's little tape, man. I like it. The heartbreak kid. I ain't gonna hold you. I be fucking. She got a little. She's talented, sound. yo. She's she talented. Sound. If I was on campus, this shit'd go. This whole album be going crazy on campus. This is the heartbreak kid dream, right? Yeah. I like it. She got a little bit of Boston in her too, like just the way she be. Text like, what is you doing? I told him come to the crib. Wait, he looking at me, got me biting my lip. You huh? just getting started and finished, yeah. She be talking nasty like Jodeci on the track. For rap vibes. She said I don't fall in love too often. I love you when you're on me. But it's your afterthought. I like it, bro. I like it. I'm fucking with her. I'm fucking with her. She's super talented. She's super talented. She performs very well. She does perform very she well. She performs very well. Her choreography be on point. Her stage presence, her swag, like she's a she's a natural talent. Another for sure. thing is I love the fact that she stays, you know, within her like she's her. Like she she doesn't change. She ain't trying to do none of that wild shit out here to get herself put on or nothing like that. Like she she's her, nigga. Like yeah. that's what I liked about the whole the whole album. I mean, that whole track that I played in the first place with Gillian Wallow. Like, I'm just being me. Like, that's something people can't do out here. You see people changing shit up out here. I mean, they can't be them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. Some real she, Boston shit. She's, she's super talented, man. That that heartbreak joint is hard. I give that 
I give that like I'll give it an eight and a half, nine. Yeah, I was thinking like a nine point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. it that much. Plus, plus she, you know what I mean? She got the title right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And and it sound original. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Her vocals sound good. Yo, she's just super talented. I, I like I like Cool Ray. Word up, man. She had a little bit of Nikki in there, man. She killed it, man. Come on, man. She even got her pop's name. See, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, like a lot of people don't know. Like, that LeRae, the Ray come from Ray Benzino. Like, come on, like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people don't know that, like... And she be repping them, too, man. She just, you know what I mean? She's young, and she be doing her thing. I don't know. I feel like, like you said, they got to keep that shit off social media. I mean... Yeah, yo, yeah. But, you know, both of them be... Both of them, you know, are, are like, in the limelight right now. Like, Benzino is in the limelight. He's been on Drink Champs I don't know how many times. He's on Vlad TV every time you turn around. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's on—he was on Love and Hip Hop for I don't know how many seasons. He got his shit head. that he's out there pushing, so he's—he's he's out there. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people be like, because one of the things that you know was 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 out there was they was going back and forth the day that her album dropped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah, she yeah, was she was she was posting stuff about her father, or whatever. I guess he was going back and forth with her mom. It was that interview, yeah, or whatever. But I think that like the day of. Mm. They was having some conflict. That's what she was putting on Twitter. Okay. Like, my album dropped today, and my father is, you know, causing conflict or whatever and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, I see a lot of her. I see a lot of him in yeah. her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's a natural talent like that for a reason. You know and, what I mean? And, and another thing, man, I think Benzino just need to get his, get a nice, nice production team. And get that Made Men documentary out get there. Get that Made Men joint. So he get can, the Source joint you know out mean? there. Get the Made Men and the Source joint out there. And then he 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 be coming back up. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know how the verses be doing for niggas? Because he's not going to do a verses. Right, right, right. You know what right, I mean? No, he no, needs no. something like them two documentaries, man. The Made Men and the Source one. But see, a, a lot of... So yeah, you're remember. right. Niggas yeah, and, remember. And so, yeah, and so people could understand his story because he didn't... He he didn't he didn't live no rapper type like that nigga. Trust me, I know he be around a lot of my, you know, big homies and a lot of my family and stuff. He lived a real lifestyle like. And niggas don't respect tradition no more, right? You know what I mean? They're not going back and checking out the history of shit and and understanding like what these motherfuckers did and trying to at least enhance the blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to do that no more. You know what I mean? He was he was he was one. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying I feel like just like. Like they did on BET with them beat with the with the No Limit Chronicles and in yeah. a in a, a Cash Money Chronicles. We need a main man in the source one man because yeah, because yeah. Benzino's him. Yeah, nah, he's he's, really? he's him. He was he was he was really. It, there still ain't nobody. I still don't think that there's anybody that made it as big as him. I mean, even talking about the two artists that we just played, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I still don't. What the Source Awards was to hip hop and to the world, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's really, there's really not much that's bigger than that. A lot of people will look at, you know, a Coy Larray and say, "Well, his daughter's bigger than him," or people will look at a B and say, "No, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking I'm about sorry. it too." Like, like, like the that moments. nigga had two. That nigga gave Tupac awards. I was about to say the moment, the the moments that happened at those Source Awards and the pride that niggas had. 
getting the Source Awards, getting the five mics, right? And shit like that, bro. Like that shit was better than a Grammy to the rappers. It was. It, was, it definitely that's, was. That's why I feel like they had to get it out of here. That, right. They, like rappers didn't give a fuck about a Grammy. They wanted a Source Niggas Award. Niggas wanted to be at the Source Award. Didn't Awards. care about a Grammy, nigga. The Grammys was whatever. Nigga, fuck right. all the BT. It was the Source Awards. Fuck all of those awards, the MTV Awards, nigga. I want yeah, a Source Award. Yeah, the ASCAP, the Billboard Awards, all, all them type shit. of shit. Niggas did not care about because, that shit. And, and then on top of that, I feel like the Source Awards was getting more viewership because niggas, real shits going on there. That was like real reality TV. Yeah, on. TV. That's where the East Coast West Coast beef popped off. That's where Outkast got they real recognition from. Mm-hmm. Like even when Pac got on stage and snatched the mic from Outkast when they won the Source Awards. That was that was then. That was and, the, and, like, and, and there was so much toxicity in there, like just the type of shit that's. that's no, I ain't even gonna say toxic. Legendary hip hop shit. shit. Yeah, legendary hip hop shit. It was hood hip hop shit, and I and they they just had to take it away because yeah. it, it was our culture. They don't want us yeah. to enjoy our culture. They yeah. try to what is it? What the fuck they doing to our communities? Gentrifying. They gentrifying the culture. Gent- Ooh, I like that. They I gentrifying like that. the culture, bro. Like that, I like that. Drop I mean, a bomb on that. That's why they took the source. Niggas of gentrifying away. culture. I like that. I like. That. But yo, shout out, shout out to Coyle Ray. Shout out to Benzino. Word up, man. Shout out to both of them. You know what I mean? Shout out to them, man. Her album is fire. Go check that out, man. Another Boston artist. But we got like two more Boston artists. We gonna give y'all real quick. Yeah, this one's my man Aunt Thomas right here. Um, this is another exclusive. He hasn't even dropped this yet. Um, this is off his um. Off his upcoming project, um, I don't even want to get the name wrong, so I'm not gonna do that. But shout out to him, man, and Thomas. Here we go. No members podcast. Trusty dog, I feel that, but for now I'm in the camo. Money in the bank, I'm just stocking up on ammo. Feel me? The wealthy family on my block was TV on the Sopranos. To get it, we played ball and moved keys like pianos. Niggas died and went to jail. You know how this story go, but I'll tell you the other side. When you change the status quo, feel me? I ain't wealthy, but I'm hood rich. All black on with some good kicks. I see gold and you see a ditch. I see a queen and you see a bitch. I'm hitting home run, just throw me the pitch. Feel me? She called me Poppy and I never miss. She gon' ride and we gon' take some trips. Don't make me sit your drink, I see you taking sips. Get you love drunk, but I come with advantages. Also, a little scar, please forgive all the I've damages. I been riding in my own lane. Had the dollars for the propane. Good on the arm for the whole thing. Had the phone with the wood grain. Bluetooth in the car, ain't shit changed. Feel me? I've been free, but I ain't free from pain. I hope you know my work before you know my name. I hope you want the truth before you want some fame. I pay attention and I play the game. We gon' buy back the block, and that's where the brick cross. Gotta own it when you the boss. Everybody want the profit, but ain't never take a loss. Put your money in the streets, but you ain't recoup the cost. And on that shit, huh? If Sir. you don't know that you don't know though, I'm low key and still gotta take these photos. They think I like attention, I like the dollars from the promo. I don't know why I feel like I heard that beat before. Don't leave me, girl. Oh, that's what that sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ant, man. I like that joint right there, man. Shout out man. to Ant, man. I mean, yo, Ant's a talented dude, too, man. You can't forget, bro. 
Ant Man. Ever since I known him, man, he been doing poetry slams. Yo, for real, two sport athlete, basketball and football collegiately. Straight A student, straight A student, photographer. Whenever you want to be, right? Definitely niggas in the high school hall of fame. He's in our high school hall of fame. Like niggas just multi. Talented dog. The nigga got his one of his own bricks. The nigga got a brick that's like in the building, like uh, with his name. Yeah, and they better dog. give us like, one too, nigga. We legends. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're legends. It's that guy, man. But nah, that's a dope track right there. I fuck with it heavy. And I got a chance when? to. Um, yo, he's 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 doing it in a strategic way. So he got. It, oh, matter of fact, that's the name of the project. The name of the project is called the Privilege Pack. And um, he's doing he's doing five joints, and he's putting out one joint per month, I believe, or or, or once a week or something like that. And there's gonna be a new video with each one. Okay, then that'll probably be once a week. Yeah, I I, I kind of want to say once, once a, month, a month, but I don't want to be wrong. Okay. Um, but yeah, but you know he's 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 putting it out and. It's kind of like a short film, so like with each song, it's gonna be like a short video with it, and it kind of is like a short film. And I got a chance to see a lot of the behind the scenes work, like pull up on his production sets while he was shooting the videos, and he he put a lot of effort into this man, like a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy. You could just tell when you walk in, and he's on set, and his production team, like he has a real production team, a director, and everything. So. He went all out for this man, and it, it really shows with the with the music. You know what I mean? Nah, for sure. I I like that track too. Like everything that I'm listening to and listening for, I'm just looking for that feel of the city, man. Like yeah, that I could ride downtown. That definitely got a good feel to yeah, it too. You know what I mean? Like it just got that feel to me. Like you know somebody else. Like if he wanted to leave an open verse on there for me, I feel like I could have flown on that. You know, I don't even flow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yo, we got one more, bro. Entertain them real quick, cause I gotta do a quick setup change. Nah, I, I got you. We gotta play that other joint though, cause I don't. I, I, you know what I mean? Who the fuck was their name? Uh, what's what's dog's name? Let me see what his name is, man. I got something for motherfuckers in the meantime. Oh nah, oh. oh. Uh, the the state of Boston music right now, bro, man. To be honest with you, um, I just feel like it's it's still growing. It's still a lot more potential. There's still a lot more that could happen with the city. Um, I just feel like we need to come together. I feel like the the, the people who are trying. What to- you really think? I feel like you're giving me like the political. Don't give me like the come together. Like, what do you feel about? No, no, no. I, I, I was. I, I'm trying to tell you. I feel like the nerds and the gangsters are trying to do something together now. Like, no, I, I ain't necessarily gonna say the nerds. Well, yeah, no, I'm going to say the nerds. Like, the, the state of the city right now, I, I don't feel like nothing's buzzing more than the people who are buzzing. Like the nigga Millie's, the nigga, the, the BL. Are the rappers from cool. Boston good or not? Are they spitting or not? Do they need to do some lyrical push-ups? Oh, no, no, no. Do they they need, need lyrical push-ups. Push like, what's the sound like? A lot of niggas is running with the copycat sound. I feel like the artists that, that we're playing are like, the standout artists and I and they're the standout artists for a reason because they are original because they have their own sound they're staying true to who themselves you see what Coy Ray said she said I'm just being me she said nigga asked her what's your superpower and she said just being me mm-hmm. if that ain't some Boston shit you know what I mean and what I would want to hear from a Boston artist 
I mean, we got our certain select Boston artists that we like to listen to, like Fences Burton. Like, I love listening to Burton because he gives me that feel. He brings me back to. He's also original. And he's, he's original. Also, right. You know what I mean? He, you might grime Gert. You know what I mean? Like those type of spitters. You might hear her on dogs in there to remind you, nigga, where we from, like what's going on and how we talk. And I feel like we don't get that a lot with a lot of our music out here. You know what I mean? And a lot of niggas, is, they got switches on guns. They ops, they thoughts. And you know what I mean? We ain't never been on that type of shit. We was always on some slags. You know what I mean? Uh, or, 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 or nigga... Just anything Boston, nigga, was for us. And I don't know. I just feel like the, the music out here nowadays, we got we to gotta come back to it. We got to figure out our sound. That's why everything I'm listening to, I'm trying to find our sound in it. Right, right, You know what I mean? Right. And if we don't kind of got... And we're trying to develop a sound. You know what I mean? Like, I know what a Boston sound sounds like, but I couldn't go in the studio and make a beat for you. Mm, okay. And be like, you know... Like, this is what it sounds like in the city. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like we need to get a producer out here like that actually has a, a Beantown sound, like his own sound that he can claim to be a Beantown sound. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just feel like the music out here is, is it's growing, it's potential, but I don't feel like it's the best that it was. I feel like at a point in time, there was spitters out here. Real spitters. Yeah, that's what I want to hear you talk about. But let's go ahead and jump into this next artist, man. This is Kill. Um, he's from Boston, man. Another great artist. Again, I got to go to his uh, listening party this this past weekend, man. If y'all some artists out there, y'all want us to come through and check out y'all shit, let us know, man. Hit us up. You I'm about know to what say, mean? send it to the email, man. That shit's sitting right there in our bio. Send anything to the email. We'll if your it. shit stinks, don't send me the invite because we're going to get on the podcast and say that your shit stunk. Like so, the baddest fart. You know what I mean? So don't, you know, you know. All right, but let's go ahead and get into this joint um, by Kill. He actually got the second verse. I'm feeling like I should fast forward it. You should. I should? Yep. You got a mic on there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Hey, yo. Nigga said he had a mic on there? Yeah, he got a mic on there. If you gonna spit over a mic, you better spit. He got the second verse. I remember it was times we had no heat. We had to turn This is man Billy Esco. Turn him up a little bit more. Uh, I'ma keep going. Mike on here. Deposits and cash through the world in AC. Fell asleep to SC under the AC. I do it for the life familiar like Sean Carter. I do it for the life familiar life. Uh, come to me. Deposits and cash through the world in AC. Fell asleep to SC under the AC. I do it for the life familiar like Sean Carter. I do it for the life familiar like Sean Carter. Let's go. I do it for the life familiar like Sean Carter. Then I do it for the blues like Sean's daughter. Told the plug, bring the lead back like Don Carter. Gina, two seater. Yo, what's up out the Aston Martin? She and Ivy Park, and I keep my aunt to the streets like I'm Wally Sparks. Holly saw Harley seen out the way, and he means dollar in the dream, all money, yeah. I learned it from the crib. 
That cryptocurrency is the shit I put down on some ETH instead of a whip Good decision Within a couple months my money doubled up You think the block the only way to run it up You fucking up Sum it up The goal is to get seven streams of income I'm working on my fourth I need all that and then some And then summer I know you gonna miss me Before we go together like corner stores and six speeds Trick please I mapped this shit out when I was 16 Bank account had six G's Felt like I was big me now we in the spot, bitches eyes yelling, pick me, asking with the lick read. Uh, deposits of cash, rule the world in AC. Fell asleep the SC under the AC. I do it for the life of me. That sample is fucking mean. And them boys did they thing on that. I ain't gonna front both of them. Nigga said he got mic on it. You want mic on your track? You better spit. And I was that's the young mic. That's the young, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the young Mike. That's progressive Mike. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You don't know where I'm headed with this shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, singing yeah. my heart out because I don't know where I'm headed with this right, shit. Right, 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 right. You hear it. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, he sung that like Joe was going to tear that ass up. He sung that like Joe Jackson was going to tear that ass up, man. Listen, man, but nah, them, them, they went hard on that track. I like the prog- the progressive on that second flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The futuristic shit, the income, the, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, the, you yeah. know, that, that real spitting shit, yeah. you know, that, no, no dying, no yeah. progressive shit. That cryptocurrency is Niggas the shit. talking about that. He say, nigga say, you think the block the only way to run it up? You fucking up. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> like, niggas don't even know what to do if they can't play the block, man. Right, like, right. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to hear that kind of rap coming out of our city, man. Shout out to the young boy, man. I don't know where the claps is, man, on yeah. that, man. But shout out to the young boy on that one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to him, man. Shout out to him, man. Definitely. Nah, that's a good look, man, for sure. Nah, and I definitely think that um everybody should definitely keep an eye out for that coming out Friday. Yeah, this joint's this coming, coming out, out this Friday. Friday. Um, what's the date on that? That's April what? The fifteenth? I think it is the fifth it is the fifteenth. That's April fifteenth. Um, this joint is um coming out. It's called Only Built for Triple Beams. Nah, that's, that's the name of his right joint. There. So he 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 said it's like him paying homage to, you know, some classic albums that he liked and some, you know, some music from his childhood and stuff like that, incorporating into all of that. He wasn't listening to Mike. Moms was listening to Mike. Mike but your moms had him that listening one? to Mike. That yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. Moms, moms probably had him listening to that. He come from that. He's a he's a little bit younger than us, but he he's that, he's that cut from that cloth. Mm-hmm. He's definitely cut from that cloth. And you listen to some of some of his other joints that's gonna be on it. You'll hear all that retro hip hop, all that classic hip hop in his music. So my nigga, my nigga Kenny, my nigga Kenny G would have loved that one. That sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that sample. <laughs> Ooh, that sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's hard, man. That was that was that was hard. So those those are some good joints right there, man. That's the that's the sound of Boston right there. That's the sound of Boston, right, man. And I, I'm happy it seems you know progressive. Like we could do something with that. We could do something. Somebody yeah. can make something happen, man. We need to get some type of shows and festivals for people out here, man. And so we can hear those people do their thing live and perform it for the people. You yeah. Know? I want to see that type of shit, man. Yeah. Hopefully we can incorporate that in some of our lives or something. Yeah, yeah. We we played several other. We played Mission Mike we did. on this joint, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah. One of his joints, uh, one of his recent joints called, um, I believe it's called Act Different. 
Um, but that was a good joint. We also played that earlier during this episode as well, man. So shout out to him. For sure, man. Yeah, but um, what's up? We're gonna get into our next topic, man. Yeah, I just wanted to get into the um to the Gillian Wallow situation. I mean, not Gillian Wallow, but it was just Gillian Wiz. Okay. Um, I just want to tap into, you know, just the power of uh of having your own platform, bro. Mm. Um, I just found it crazy. You know what I mean? Like, so over the weekend, if nobody's seen or known, um, Wiz had got into something with. Gilly the Kid. If y'all don't know who Gilly the Kid is, he got his own podcast that we, you know, we tune in and we kind of reference sometimes. Um, but the whole thing happened when Wiz keep going on Instagram, bro, in his in his UFC briefs. Yeah, when he's training, when he's when working he's out. He's going out there with his UFC briefs on, man, and um, leaving the joint out there, man, for everybody to see, man. And, and Gilly just was like, yo, you know, I had to unfollow my mans. Because he um he's out here pretty much practically naked on the gram, and I ain't trying to see that every day on the gram. So Gilly was just playing around, like, yo, let me know when he's done doing that, man, and I'll go follow him back. So Wiz took it real personal, man. I don't know if he was off the weed or I don't know what it was, man. He took it serious and he kind of got Gilly's page deleted. Well, he did get Billy's Gilly's page deleted off of Instagram. 2.5 million followers. Gone, right? So Gilly got on IG and made a whole new page, three hundred and fifty thousand followers in two days. Mm. Boom, got those followers back. And the only reason why he got a new page was because he said he got on a phone call with Wiz, and Wiz gave him an ultimatum. He said Wiz told him, "Yeah, the page is down, but I know some people over there. I can get it put back up for you. But we just need to sit down and have a talk." Gilly said, "Nigga, fuck you in that page." <laughs> And I don't know if you've been watching Gilly's lives, but Gilly been going live. He been talking crazy because Wiz then got on live. I mean, got on Twitter later that night and said, I didn't get that child's page deleted. That's when my nigga Gilly went real Philly on him. Fuck Pennsylvania, fuck black and yellow. He went real Philly on him and was like, yo, you know you're going to have to answer to me with that whole child shit. And then he started posting mad boxing training videos afterwards. Because my nigga got them hands. That's what he do. He got the fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just found it crazy that Wiz can do that. You know what I mean? That Wiz can go to Instagram or he can, you know, claim that somebody's abusing them with their followers and stuff like that and get somebody's page shut down. I mean, I'm not surprised. But I'm just saying, like, it wasn't even Instagram that shut the page down. I was just another person that known somebody at Instagram and got the page shut down. And I just wanted to talk about the power of having your own platform and, and how Gillian Wallow, like, well, Gilly literally said, like, you lucky that I don't depend on this to feed my family. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, nigga, like, what if he was dependent on this to feed his family? Like, with that, like, like, like Bootsie in a way, you know what I mean? Like, it. The power of having your own platform, like, they'll just take some shit away from you in a, in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just want to say, like, nigga, like, I feel like Gillian Wallow need to create their own shit at this point. Like, I feel like they actually just got deals with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just feel like, you know, the power of having your own platform, they can't do that type of shit. They can't silence you on certain things you're trying to say. They can't just tell you that, nigga, you're not talking on here no more. And that's another thing that's going on with Trump. That nigga's creating his own shit. Y'all gonna see this whole presidential election in the future and the power of having his own platform. He's gonna 
block you motherfuckers out that don't want to hear nothing that he's talking about. Look, Wiz is back on motherfucking Instagram right now and it's briefs again. You know what I mean? Just walking around. And he's doing it on purpose now. I mean, that's his thing. That's his thing. Whatever. Do your thing, Wiz. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, dog, like, just have your own platform, man, if you're trying to share what you're trying to share. And I just hopefully y'all tap in with us when we start opening up our platform to y'all in the near future. It's because we're going to be talking on there. We're trying to do different things on there, man. And we ain't trying to be sensitive, man. We just want y'all to come through, man, and enjoy yourselves and have those type of conversations with us, man, and, and just be a part of it, man. So... Just make sure if y'all trying to do something in this world, man, the power of your own platform is it, it'll take you further, man. Because just the fact that they just took two point five million followers away from this man, then he went and got a whole nother three hundred and thirty thousand the next day. Like that's just the power of him, nigga. He could just be bringing that to his own home base if he really was thinking that way. You know what I mean? But that's all I want to say about the whole Gillian Wiz situation, bro. Yeah, I mean. You know, again, bro, I don't, you know, I don't really pay attention to shit like that. I mm-hmm. see it out there, honestly. For real, bro, honestly, like, if I could be totally honest, a lot of shit that be on social media, I try to stay away from it because I feel like the more I tap into it, the, the dumber I get. I like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I really try not to pay attention to any of that shit. Like, I don't read memes. That was a good one. You know what I mean? Like, and this is just me personally. No, no, that was a good one in general. But it's just what I what I try to feed myself with mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Like, I, honestly, I, I use my Bible app more than I use my Instagram app. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's a conscious effort. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that I decided that I'm going to do. Okay. And I'm actually starting to track it on my phone. Because if you look on your phone, you can see what apps is is using most of your battery. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've been using to track it. And right now, I'm not going to lie, but the Instagram is far ahead of any other app. But the more I feed into this conscious effort, the more I'm seeing that Instagram battery usage go down. Mm-hmm, Cause they do time your whole apps and spent time spent on apps. Time spent week. on apps is yeah, Every absolutely. Sunday I get a little notification. Yeah. even YouTube. Like I'm trying to get less and less and less of that. And honestly, the more I do it, I find the more productive I am. You know what I'm saying? And 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 again, it's just like the things that I try to feed into my body. So I'll look at that. Like I did see it. I looked at it. But I gave it all the attention that I was going to give it in that one moment and never went back to it again. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so forgive me if I don't have too much of an opinion on that, but I I just feel like, and I don't know, again, maybe it's age. It is. I don't know, but it's just certain shit I just try not to even digest it. I don't even, it's like food. You know what I mean? It's like how some people starting to think about food. Like they don't even, you just don't want to put it in your system. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm looking at it. There's just certain shit that I just don't want to put in my system. No, I feel you. You, you like you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, because lately I, I I've been doing a lot less being on my computer. Also, just on my computer or phone, and I've been reading my little money talk book. I got this book called Money Talk, and I just been reading the shit out of that. You know what I mean? Instead of being on my computer or especially when I got a brain clog and I'm like I don't want to watch or see nothing. I'd rather read this shit away and go to sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been doing that type of shit, you know what I mean? Just to to get away. But um, 
I didn't want to get off topic, man. Yeah, no, nah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the topic that you had. So, you know what I mean? We got to talk about it, but it's just, you know, and, and again, it's, it's all profit. Let's, let's be clear about that. You know what I mean? Like it's all profit for, you know, both of them. And, and Gilly, he, he got, he got some of the powers that be on his side. Mm-hmm. He signed the motherfucking Dave Portnoy. Yep. Dave Portnoy is his platform is as big as an Instagram, if not bigger. Mm-hmm. Barstool Sports rivals ESPN, rivals Fox Sports. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he has he's on a nationwide global platform, yeah. a premier platform. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think he's worried about. And on top of that, he signed to a. A person in Dave Portnoy who encourages this type of stuff. Dave Portnoy is behind this. Trust me. Oh yeah, no, nah, he don't mind. Yeah, he's he, he don't he doesn't mind this. Yeah, he mixes it up with. He's this not all the time. he's not calling Gillian Wallow for an emergency meeting. No, this is his lane. This is his lane for sure. You know what I'm saying? He came up in this shit. His business came up in this shit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So. Arrived. You know, he this is, you know, Gilly's boss is a man who was putting out the text messages of a girl who was claiming that he raped her. Yeah. And Dave Portnoy's out there screenshotting her tweets and putting them out on Twitter and getting on live talking about it. How many people actually do that? Yeah, he was. You see, most Did he most take down that company or somebody he got somebody fired, somebody took him down, something suing somebody. No, he was he was going at it. Who was it? Uh, uh, Business Insider. Yeah, he was going back and forth with business with the editors from Business Insider. Mm-hmm. I remember. You I was know saying, what I'm saying? Ideals watching this. Yeah, live. and 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 he's on he's on social media going live about it, talking about it. You know, usually when 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 these types of situations happen, motherfuckers go silent. They don't say anything. No, he's on social media putting the tweets out. So, you know, this is somebody who, who encourages that type of stuff. So I don't see no loss for them, but I, I definitely agree with you. Like, you know, getting your own platform. But, you know, th- that comes into a whole nother thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to, I have an app idea, you know what I mean, that has that same social networks type of interface to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that necessary skill. You know what I mean? So I've been putting the idea out there, you know, you know, trying to tap into those different networks, tap into that ecosystem where I can get involved with someone to be able to develop my own platform. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's very much a mobile app. You know what I mean? Again, with a social networks interface to it, you know, so you'll be able to navigate the app the same way you navigate a, a Facebook, a Instagram, a Twitter, a LinkedIn all those different things, but you know we have to have the necessary skills, and I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole because that's yeah. a that's a that's a deep one. Yeah, that's a whole another conversation we could have another day. Yeah, but one one of the things that you kind of tapped into, um, you mentioned it, you know, during that statement that you was making was the fact that Donald Trump, you know, is building his own platform, mm-hmm. and you know. I've been hearing the whispers too, and I think I even seen a few rallies recently come up um, where he's gearing up for another presidential run. No, he is. I feel like he's coming back, and I feel like he's gonna win. Yeah, I feel like I just recently seen a rally recently that he held. He'll be back. You know what I'm saying? And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about was changes in leadership, mm. and 
the reason I wanted to talk about that is because, you know, just thinking about our demographic and like the age that we're at right now, what does that mean for us? Because I feel like we're at the stage, we're at the stage where we're coming into leadership, right? There's still an older generation that still holds that top position. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in, in, in every sense, in the in the family sense, in the workplace environment, um, in politics, in this country, in this world, um, within organizations and all the different social movements that's out there. And so, you know, one one of the analogies that I use to just give you an idea where I'm going with this, one of the analogies that I use that pertains to us as young professionals, as people that's coming up in this world, I always use the analogies that we're like those little white lab rats, right, that they put into a maze. You ever seen, like, you know, like an animation or, like, a video where they put the little white lab rat in a maze and they put the cheese at the other end, right, and the lab rat is going through the maze and every now and then they'll change the maze. They'll block something off and then the mouse will just change directions and then they'll block that side off and then he'll change directions and then he'll just try to get through to that cheese that's on the other side. Mm -hmm. But all he knows is that he's just being blocked everywhere and he just makes the adjustment and then he's blocked again and he makes another adjustment. And so that's us in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? And I think part of that is, is the fact that we have those changes in leadership that are putting up those blocks. Yeah. And so just thinking about the presidential election, think about it. We change presidents every four years. Mm -hmm. And then presidents are only allowed to run two terms. So then it's what, every eight years, right? We only had Obama for eight years. But then all of a sudden we get a leadership change in Joe Biden and now things are different. Certain things. Well, no. First we got Trump, Trump, and then and then we got Joe Biden. So we had Trump, and we seen how drastic things changed mm-hmm. once we had Trump. Yep. You feel me? I mean, outside of the world, obviously going into a global pandemic, but a lot of shit changed in that short amount of time. Yeah. Just the 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 whole social fiber of this country changed. We seen. Racist white people now coming out in the open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We seen people in our workplace, our colleagues, people that we thought were our friends now switching sides. All because of a change in leadership. You feel me? Yeah. And so you can think about that when you, when you think about the trickle-down effect of that, right? Because we don't just get a new president, but a lot of times you get a new boss, right? And so now, you know, just the, the simple example is... That that hour lunch that you was able to take, now you got that new boss and she's holding you to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of things could change. I had something like that where the boss was trying to make me write what time I left on the board and what time I came back on the board. I was like, whoa, I'm not a summer worker. What the fuck? Right. You? Change, you little kid. Changes in leadership. Bitch. Right. Changes, changes in leadership. And so what does that mean for us going forward? You know what I mean? As professionals, as heads of our household, you know, another example of that is, you know, a lot of times we'll experience a death in the family. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so now whoever, you know, the cash cow, maybe your grandmother, your grandfather, your mother, your father, whoever it is, they may be the cash cow in the family. Yeah. And then so that person's that person passes away untimely, you know what I mean, through unforeseen uh, circumstances. And now, again, that's a change in leadership. you got to step up. Someone has to supplement that position now. Mm-hmm. Someone either has to step in that role or we all got to come together to supplement what that person brought was. to the table. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I feel like, in uh, you know, I always say that I could see five years into the future. And so that's that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at what changes in leadership are coming through the pipeline over the next four years. I could tell you right now, you know, on a local level in the city of Boston, it's going to be a lot of changes in leadership. So much. So much. You know, we already think about all the changes we're going through with this new mayor. I'm about to say, I feel like my organization is going to change drastically over the next, in the next five years. Mm. I'll be surprised if my organization's still around. Mm. The way it's going, you know what I mean? Just because of the changes in leadership ain't even flowing with the pot- the potential of the world, mm. if you know what I mean. Like they're not, like they're staying, they're staying old. They're not getting young whatsoever. Like when I go, like there's a there's a certain there's a certain position in the city right now that I really do want to attack, but I still work for them, so I'm not gonna attack right now. But they're all old and dumb. <laughs> yeah, this whole section is mad old and dumb, and they and they're banking on people who are younger than them to do their job for them. Mm. So it's keeping them young in the people above them's eyes. Right. But right. at the same time, they're just fucking dumb. Right, right. They can't send an email. Yeah. They don't know how to CC nobody. Yeah. It's us doing that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? It's us coming up with the programming. It's us coming up doing the footwork, the outreach, all the real nitty gritty shit out here. That's why when I, yo, bro, I was walking the other day. That's why when I walk outside, a kid, three, four, five years old, will scream my name off a school bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compete, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm doing the work that these people who will, will so-called the bosses ain't doing. Mm. You know what I mean? And I can't, st- yo, I'll tear them to shreds. I can't wait till they invite me to a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Or a hub knob or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, let them yeah. all know y'all can't fuck with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. do y'all job better than y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what I'm saying. They won't allow you to do your job better than them because it's already lined up for somebody that they got within their family. You know what I mean? They're just keeping it in the... The group keeping it in, they looking out for their people. Something that we don't do when it comes to changing leadership. You know what I mean? We don't change, when we change leadership, we don't be like, yo, bro, I got this nice position that I'm about to leave. You know what I mean? I don't know if you want to check it out first or you know anybody that want to check it out first. We just dip. I don't want this job no more. We out of here. So the changes in leadership kind of falls in our hands in those cases too. You know what I mean? Because... I can't. Fr- I got my job because of a, another black man. It was like, yo, bro, I I, I want to put you in this position, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was just people looking out for me because they knew the type of person I was. We just got to keep that shit within our people. We not right. doing that enough, right? Now, bro, you you hit on all the key points. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's why I feel like this is a reg- a relevant conversation. Again, looking five years into the future. This is water. How 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 are we preparing ourselves for those leadership positions? Because like you said, you, you're exactly right. 
they'll take someone else and hire that person for that leadership position over you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's many different levels of leadership. There's management, there's directors, there's executives, then there's board members. You feel me? And so, you know, but but you're absolutely right. If you've been a coordinator or a manager this entire time and you haven't been looking forward to the future, trying to at least make it an attempt to groom yourself for a leadership position, they'll just come and just hire a director over you. And you've been here eight years. You know more than this. You and you as the coordinator or the manager end up training the director. And you gotta go for those positions. You gotta go for it. You gotta groom yourself for it. You gotta, you have to literally be so intentional to be able to say, I'm gonna climb this ladder at whatever my field is. You know what I mean? Because again, there's many different levels of leadership. You feel what I'm saying? And so, but you you have to make a conscious effort. You know what I mean? And those those people, those people, those decision makers are the ones who's determining what your work-life balance is like, what your salary is like, what your benefits are like, even how long you keep your job. Yeah, and, and, and another thing you said about working for it, like, when you, when you are working for it, you need to make sure that you're, you're actually sitting there and, and training yourself at home, too, like. They're not actually training you. I mean, they'll train you at work. They'll send you to all these little practices. They'll send you to all these trainings. But at the same time, self-knowledge. I mean, we talked about it before, but self-knowledge and really trying to develop your own knowledge and your own skills on your own time, like, that plays a part in trying to get those spots too. You know what I mean? And being proactive and and, and, and trying to become a leader in, in certain positions and shit like that. Because, like you said, I'll get an email all the time about a new position. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I still got to put my... Like, I'm doing this position. I'm working in the same community center, but I got to put in my resume and do an interview and tell them what I'm doing like they don't know the job that I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, But it's yeah. like, I just know it would have been easier if there's a person in, in charge trying to put me in that position. Right. One of my people. Yo, yo, he already's doing this here. He been that. He's doing this down the third. All we got to do is move him in. Right. There's no interview. There's no need of nothing. Right. We already wearing all types of different hats around here. Right. Right. But you know what? You know, and, and, and again, I'm looking forward. I can see five years into the future, five years into the future. I can see that. Right. And so there's so many leadership changes that are happening in every industry. I don't give a fuck where you work at. I don't give a fuck who you work for. There are leadership. Everybody's trying to move up and out. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I do is that. You know, because, again, I recognize this, right? Just think about how long your director is there before she decides to move on or how much your executive director or whatever, the the, the president, the CEO, look at how long they're there before they decide to move on. And so one of the things that I make a conscious effort to do is when I have relationships with those higher-ups, I always try to get a recommendation in writing from them before they leave. And a lot of times, honestly... They'll make you write it yourself, and then they just sign it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's how it goes a lot of the times. To to be for real, so if I know I got a good relationship with my CEO, and my CEO announces, "Hey, everybody, in two months I'll be leaving, I'll be taking on a new position," mm-hmm. 
I make it a point within that two months. Some, I try to do it in advance. I don't even try to wait before they, because you never know when that time is coming for that yeah. person. So I always try to get it usually like within my first year, second year in the job. Mm-hmm. I'll try to get that in writing. A lot of times they'll say, yo, just write it. You write it and then send it to me and I'll sign it. You know what I'm saying? But having that, because I know that that person is going to be packing their shit up and leaving. And I either want to step up or when I step to my next position, I want to be able to step up in that role. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And and again, there's so many changes in leadership that's coming within the next four to five years. I'm giving y'all the hint that a lot of shit is going to be different. Your position may not exist. May not exist. You might you know have to create your own position. This city, this city is going to be different. It's going to look different. It's going to look different. It's going to feel different. It is going to be different. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Just through those changes in leadership, those decision makers that's coming in. You know, our our local government's looking different. You know what I mean? Um you know, just just all those different things, all those all those different things are going to factor in. And so, you know, this is me saying, yo, you know, beware of these things. Again, going back to that analogy of that lab rat that's trying to get through the maze, that's trying to get through that cheese. You know, what I mean, understand who the decision makers are that are putting those blocks up in front of you. You know, what I mean, and then a lot of times you'll be able to navigate the situation. That's what I think. I want people to take away is to understand how to navigate, you know what I mean, all these different changes that's happening because it's it's inevitable. Like I said, someone could pass away, and then that's what causes the change in leadership. But, again, understanding who that person is. Like, I could even tell you, you know, one of the big changes in leadership that we have is our new mayor here in the city of Boston. Her thing just so happens to be transportation. And so that's why we got bus lanes popping up and bike lanes popping up. But if you understand that, if you understand, okay, we got this new mayor coming in. Her specialty is transportation. So how do I position myself as a resident, as a professional, as an entrepreneur, to either be able to navigate these changes in the streets or to be able to profit from them. Because I know if I'm a, if I'm in the transportation industry, any form of fashion, I don't give a fuck if I make bikes, if I sell bikes, then I'm looking at that and I'm saying, hold up, the city of Boston is doing a lot for bikers there. Maybe that'll be a good place to, sh- to set up shop. You know what I mean? My new bike shop or my bike repair shop. You feel me? Or... You know what I mean? Like, whatever whatever the case may be, if I'm looking for a job, hold up. The MBTA is expanding. They're getting bus lanes, and they're getting new trains. Hold up. Maybe let me look for some employment with the MBTA. You know what I'm saying? So, again, just understanding what's happening, who the players are, and being able to navigate those situations, you know, th- these things are inevitable. And, again, five years Nah, it's going to be a lot of changes. It, it, it's crazy because um, you was just now talking about changes in leadership. And I, I was going to use it as a shout out at the end of our show. But I want to talk about the, the, the black chick that just recently got 
moved into the Supreme Court, was it? Kataj. Oh yeah, Kataj. Yeah. Kataj. What is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta, we gotta get Kintaji her name right. Kataji Brown Jackson. Kataji Brown Jackson. Yeah, change in leadership. Change in leadership. You know what I mean? There you go. But, First black woman on the Supreme Court. But I'm not sure if you ever seen that clip or heard that clip of all those white people who were like, you know, saying that they agree with her and that she's a great person. I met her family, but I would have to vote no. Then it was like, I like the, uh, yo, I'm, I'm trying to find it right now, but it was the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, but, but, but bro, see, but that makes sense to me, though. And that, that ties the into people. the situation because they recognize the change in leadership. Mm -hmm. It's not like they don't understand what's going on. You know what I mean? They understand the power of that role and the person that's stepping into that role. So how am I going to be affected by this new Supreme Court justice coming in here? She doesn't look like me. She doesn't have the same agenda as me. You feel what I'm She doesn't come from the same place as me. So they understand that change in leadership. And I saw it. It was, it was, it was a, a, a close race as far as the votes came. Like, it wasn't, like, a unanimous decision. Like, it was kind of neck and neck when it came down to her being voted in. Yeah, and I just kept hearing them say, like, I'm going to have to vote no. I'm going to have to vote no. Like, I'm going to have to vote. Like, mad people was, just like, saying that. But they were saying, like, all these nice things before downing her and telling her no. And I'm like, yo, like you said, they can fail to change in leadership when a black person come in that that's probably not going to do the things they say. That's gonna ruffle some feathers and shake some shit up around here. How about this? How about this? If I'm a if I'm a U.S. senator, right, and one of my big support systems is the police union, right? Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. One of my big one of my biggest uh uh, uh a, a, a large portion of my of my voters of my constituents are police officers or retired police officers. They, they vote for me every other year. They donate hundreds of thousands of dollars to my campaign, right? So they have me in their favor, right? Mm -hmm. And then you got this new Supreme Court justice who might come in and say, I'm charging all you police officers with first-degree murder every time y'all kill an innocent civilian. All of a sudden, yeah, I would vote no against her too if I was that U.S. senator. Mm. I would say, yeah, because I want to protect my voters. Yeah. I got the whole, I'm the U.S. senator of the, the state of Kentucky, and I got the whole police union behind me. This new black woman who's a Supreme Court justice, she might start filing fucking charges against these police officers for using deadly force. And so that's going to hurt my, my voter base. And so, yeah, I'm going to vote no against you. Can I see if this is the clip or not? Because I can't really hear Go it. Go ahead. I just want to see if this is it. It's about we're all racist if we ask hard questions. It's not going to fly with us. We're used to it by now. At least I am. Dr. King hoped for a country where we would all be judged by the content of our character rather than our race. Do these quotes still reflect your views on this very important topic today? Do you agree with Ms. Hannah-Jones that one of the primary reasons the colonists decided to declare independence is because they wanted to protect the institution of slavery? 
in your understanding, what what does critical? Oh, that, that's that's different. That's the whole thing. Hold on, I, why are you stop it? Because I wanted to hear them motherfuckers keep. Race theory mean? What is it? Do you agree with this book that is being taught with kids that that babies are racist? Do you consider? Pause it right there. Pause it right there. See, he uh, again. That change in leadership. He's thinking about his kids. Mm-hmm. Not saying he's right for what he's saying, but I'm giving you his mind frame. He's saying that because there are people who's fighting against critical race theory from from being implemented into school curriculum. Mm-hmm. And so they are it, taking black history out of a lot of shit. Well, just history. A lot of. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. OK, but critical race theory is the opposite of that, oh, though. OK. Critical race theory goes deeper into the real history of this country. Mm, okay. Critical race theory says that the the basically the white privilege that people has or has had, you know, throughout the history of this country still plays into the disparities that we face today. And there's a lot of people who disagree with that. There's a lot of white people out there who's fighting against that to say, I don't want you teaching my child that the effects of slavery makes them a white privileged kid today. Nah, nah. That's what that's what critical race theory is. Okay. And so you got someone like Ted Cruz who's up there challenging this white I mean this black supreme justice because she may say it's it's uncon- it's it's unconstitutional for you to say that they can't teach it in schools. So she may, she may enable schools to teach critical race theory. Yeah. And he's saying, I don't want my kids learning that. Learning that. Mm. So, again, he's recognizing that this lady has the power to influence how his kids be, are being educated. Yep. And so that's why he's against it. Mm. Okay. But, again, going back to that change in leadership, they obviously recognize it. Yeah. They, he see, he's looking five years down the road. He's looking probably more. More, yeah. Yeah, more than five that. Five plus years down the road. Five plus years down the road. Mm-hmm. And so, again, he's thinking with that fucking mindset that like I'm talking said, about. Don't they only be having like four years of a term sometime or three years or two years with these? I'm not sure how, how long a Supreme Justice term oh. is. I'm not sure. I thought but, it was like two or four. One of those two. You know what I mean? But, again, it's that mindset. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we got to adopt that. No, I got you. I hear you, nigga. Which is crazy because we not really, like you said, we're not seeing. We're just looking real surface level with it. Like, nobody's understanding what's happening because it's just happening behind us. You ju- you just that lab rat going yeah. through and they're just putting up roadblocks in front of you. They're putting up all these things in front of you and you're not even dealing with it. You're just going around it. And, and and that's what's stopping us from actually making some hardcore change. And this lady actually is in the nits and grits right now, right? To be able to do something, and she actually, you know, we're gonna do a shout out to her too, man. Shout but out she, to her. but she, I believe that she had to be intentional to say that I'm gonna go after this leadership position because I understand the power and the influence that it has. Yeah, and then I, it was just a fight to get into the position too. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean, like I think they forced it in. Like Joe Joe Biden and them was like pushing for this. You know what yeah. I mean? Even though I don't trust them motherfuckers, but right. they was pushing for her to be in here. They was pushing for these these things to happen. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I I just hope that everybody is being well aware of the changes that are happening in leadership, and knowing that you know we're all gonna be effective. Your kids, not effective, affected. Your kids. Yeah. 
us, you know, anything. They they might stop saying we. They might stop selling fucking gas gas driven cars soon in certain cities and towns. And you not gonna know why or what's going on and what to do about it. You know what I mean? It's just about staying up on top of things because in the next five years they're trying to have a much more cleaner air or whatever the case may be. They just might be changing shit around here. The, the next show, the next show. I think we should because. All these cities are putting out their different plans. Mm -hmm. And so the city of Boston has a plan for 2030. Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah, yeah, I've seen for, for what the, And this, this, this plan has been in effect, I'd say, for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. It was when I first got my start. That's when I think it was being introduced. Because I remember when but, we was trying to do the Olympic shit. Remember we was trying to get the Olympics doing the here. Olympic shit. We was trying to get the Olympics here and... They was about to change the whole interface of the city and, and everything and move all these people and all this crazy shit just for the Olympics. They was going to yeah. change the, the the demographic and, the, and yeah. all that shit of our city. Yeah. And now they're just like, how we'll do it when we want to do it now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's they have a whole plan for how this city's going to look in 2030. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you could either, you know, go with the tide or get washed by the tide. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We want to go with the tide. We want to go upstream. We want to go, you know what I mean? Where's fortune, where's pros where's prosperous at. So, you know what I mean? I just wanted to put that out there, man. You know, again, I definitely feel like it's a change in mentality. It's something that we got to adopt. Our counterparts have it. And so I think that we need to get it and we need to adopt it. And I think that the, that we'll start to see more progression and we'll start to advance a little bit faster because, again, we're always looking towards the future. Always, we're always being innovative. We're always looking for the next step. And this is the this is the information age. This is the most information we've been able to get as people, for real, to be honest with you. And so we could be able to do something with it. You know what I mean? So that's why I do feel like what you said. We're going to be progressive and be able to, you know, stay on top of these things. Yeah, man, for sure, man. Well, man, shout out to all the listeners, man, all the supporters of the Gold Members Podcast, man. This was another great episode. Sure um, shout out to the artists that we featured on this episode, man. Um, let us know what y'all think about the topics and all of that. And, of course, you can find us on all the top digital streaming platforms. We dropping new episodes every single Thursday. And make sure y'all check us out on Instagram, man, at Gold Members Podcast. Make sure y'all check us out on our Facebook group. And definitely, man, leave a review, man, for us, too, man. We ain't got no reviews in a minute. Leave a review and let us know what y'all think about this review that we did on the music today, too, man. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm one half of the Gold Members Podcast. Herb Reed, Boston self-proclaimed mayor, <laughs> a.k.a. the HBK. Huh? Shit, man. It's your boy Tyson, man. AKA Jody, if you know me. Tyson, if you dap me, man. I mean, magic if you dap me, man. You already know what it is, man. Get with us. Gold Members Podcast, man. Shortage, shortage, shortage. You got a shortage on your funds, and I got a long clip on my guns. Sounds like fun. I got no shortage. I'm no bum. Reach for my pearls, and you're done. Reach for the purses. Wearing designer, I'm in the future. I got a future. I'm in a new truck. I'm in a booth. Yeah, I drink a kombucha. Singing with smiley, speaking me highly. Trying to go Kylie. I wake up finally. Trying to go Kylie. That's the Oscar the Grouch right there. In the finest, that's the environment. I'm at a timing. I'm at a timing. PP, ooh, I'm checking my timing. Cleaning my watch. Kenny G, nigga.
that's true. Yeah. I'm in London, I like to go and shop at the mall, shop at the Prada, shop at the store, shop in the drop like some of your Gold Members Podcast. Gold members Podcast.